another episode of the ME7 Breakfast Show with me, Matt. Well, it's still hard to take from the, uh, obviously, the loss over the weekend. Obviously, dealing with all that position going forward, McCauley Bond with three glorious chances, unable to find the back of the net. But look, I've been McCauley, I do believe you. It will come, you will score for us soon, and then I think they will come flying in. But that is unfortunate. Uh, as always, coming up on the show, we're going to have a bit of a recap of news events that have gone on in the week, uh, including a massive win for the Gillingham uh, under-18s, I believe it was, uh, at Beaches Cross uh, last Saturday, but uh, I'm not too sure if I mentioned it on the last one. Uh, obviously, the player of the week coming up. Uh, on to some comments and questions as well. Uh, and a really big one coming up for you guys this week. Keep an eye out on our YouTube channel. Uh, Owen and James uh, are going to be bringing you something really, really special here in a few days. So keep an eye on your, on the YouTube channel. Uh, that's all coming up this week, guys. Uh, let's get on to the news. So on to the news uh, and bear with me. As you can see, I've got a little bit of a set, different setup. So uh, I managed to get my laptop working again, which was amazing. Thank you guys that fixed it. Uh, so yes, on to the big one. So uh, uh, last Saturday, Gillingham uh, under 18s won 8-2 against Brent, uh, Brentford. Uh, now forgive me, I'm probably going to completely butcher the, uh, the names. Uh, Kai Garrett scored four goals. Uh, Jimmy Hessman two. Uh, Wilder Wild one and Louis Dale, Dial, sorry, apologies if I completely uh, pronounced that wrong, uh, with a goal each as well. Uh, what a fantastic performance by the guys. Uh, well done. Eight goals, uh, eight two. I mean, yeah, what, so what, what a scoreline that is. Um, on to injury news. Uh, obviously, I think a couple of the big ones. Dom Jeffrey is back on the pitch training now, which is amazing. Uh, he, I think he's only done one session so far. One session is better than no sessions, obviously, at the end of the day. Um, Lewis Walker, he played 32 minutes on Tuesday against Dartford. Uh, 32 minutes is a game, it's better than nothing. Uh, I think the biggest, the only thing we've had uh, recently come out in terms of injuries is Ollie Hawkins. So he did, uh, obviously he was on the bench last week. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he played against Dartford. Didn't last very long at all. Uh, reoccurrence of the injury looks like he could be out for another six weeks or so. Uh, George Lapsley did travel up with the boys. Uh, it did look like there was a chance that he could have been uh, on the bench on uh, Saturday, but uh, the medical team decided let's not risk it. Let's 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 give it another week, and so he should should be back next week. Uh, uh, and Johnny Williams, who was missing again, I believe that was just an, an illness that's lasted all week. So again, fingers crossed. Hopefully, he he'll be fine very soon. Um, Big one in, in terms of Kent Cup, uh, actually this is something I do love, uh, a bit of Kent Cup action. Uh, obviously for those of you who do not know, we have drawn Maidstone United. Uh, October the 17th is the game, uh, it is at the Gallagher Stadium, so it's a nice away trip. Uh, 500 tickets is what we've been allocated to, uh, 30 of those which are seated. So look, if you are really interested, uh, get onto the Gillingham page, get your tickets, uh, good old Kent game. Uh, again, it's a great chance for players to get a run out uh, and have some more minutes. Uh, On to that, obviously, other ticketing news. Pompey as well uh, for the uh, EFL Trophy, October the 10th. Uh, tickets are now available for that. So again, get down, support the boys. Uh, look, again, it could be a chance for us to, to get through to, to Wembley, you never know. Uh, yeah, but obviously, yeah, Pompey coming up uh, on October the 10th. 
Um, now, uh, I'm going to come to actually this next story uh, in, in a minute. Uh, we'll, we'll go back to uh, Dartford. So Dartford are coming down. So the B team are going to be playing a game against Dartford on Tuesday night at Priestfield. Look, you might think oh, it's a B team. Why bother? Look, there's some really good young guys that are going to be on the pitch. There's also a chance for some first teamers. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming players like Max Clark will probably get some minutes. Um, maybe even players like Don Jeffrey, maybe even George, George Lapsley might get some minutes just to prepare him for the weekend. Uh, look, get down there, support the guys. Um, I think Neil said it in his interview, and I think it summed it up. It's perfect. It's a chance for you guys to go and watch some football and not care about whatever the result will be. Look, obviously, the result on Saturday, we all care about that. That that one hurts, obviously. We were so close. Uh, you know, Shad right at the end had the chance to, to at least get us a point, but, but we walked away with nothing. But this game on Tuesday is a real good opportunity for you guys to see some of the young and up-and-coming players. So please, please get down there and support the lads. Uh, the uh, uh, Obviously, uh, something... Uh, I'm, I'm sure 99% uh, of you guys know um, Kane and Odell obviously passed away uh, in the week. He was a massive Jules fan. I, I had the chance to meet him uh, once at Jules. Uh, lovely guy. Um, I can't say I knew him personally, but look, on behalf of everyone here at the Emerson uh, podcast, uh, I would like to say, sort of obviously, uh, you know, send my love and condolences to uh, Kane's family. Uh, and obviously, we're, we are. We're, we're so sorry for, for your loss, guys. Um, now, the last bit of news I'm going to get on to, uh, and again, I think this is a big one. This was one that definitely deserves some some chatting about. Um, if you haven't heard, the club have recently been fined uh, for uh, sections of the crowd uh, you know, using foul and abusive and sexist language. Uh, I think it was last year. Uh, against Sutton away on the 29th of uh, December and Colchester United on the 26th of December. Uh, thank you, laptop, for being right here and helping me out here. Uh, look, the uh, under section, uh, so I've got just a quick uh, uh, brief here. So under section uh, E21.4, the club have received a monetary fine of £12,500. Additionally, the club was presented with an action plan to help support its efforts to prevent any recurrence of misconduct. The Football Association full sorry, the Football Association's full findings and decisions was published today. So this was published the other day. So if you don't know about it, please get on there and and, and check it out. Look, guys. Yeah, I understand. You might think you pay your money, you you, you can get to say what you want, but. You can't nowadays, you just can't. Um, as much as it might be, you know, sometimes a bit of banter, maybe it's just you've had a couple of beers or whatever. I think the biggest thing that we need to take from this is there is a very, very ch uh, high chance that if this happens again, it's going to be, you know, a, a fine that's twice the amount. And if it happens one more time, it could turn into a points deduction. And look, come the end of the season, points really do matter uh you know if we're there or thereabouts you know losing three points even more could be could be key so look bit of banter that's fine i get it but come on guys let, let's you know stop the sexist comments uh and everything so i'm sorry to end the news on a bad note like that but look guys uh thank you for obviously uh watching this news section we're going to get on now to 
uh, player of the week. I know, obviously, we did have a great performance, but actually, uh, you might enjoy these player of the weeks. So, uh, uh, it might be a bit of a guessing game for you guys, but uh, uh, we'll get on to that uh, next, and that is coming up, and then we've got your comments, guys. So on to player of the week time. Now, as I said, I, I like to mix it up here a bit. Um, so I'm going to give you two options that you guys will 100% definitely know. And one I'm going to throw at you, you might not know, uh, but let's give it a shot. So guys, uh, your two players uh, that you will know, we're going to go with Connor Mahoney and Connor Masterson. And uh, Kai Garrett, uh, I'd love to, to throw him in there. He scored four goals against... Uh, uh, against Brentford last weekend, uh, be told he's a real good young player, up and coming, really good one to look out for. So your three players of the week are Conor Mahoney, Conor Masterson, and Kai Garrett. So comments and question time. Uh, so uh, obviously this gives you guys a chance to send in any comments and questions you have for me and. I will do my best to try and answer them uh, as a beloved Jules fan. So, uh, Robert Hawley. So, uh, this was during the podcast we did uh, the other night. Obviously, if you haven't listened, please listen back. Uh, seems to, uh, Seemed to be a very even game. My concern isn't the fact that we've lost. It's that we should be dominating teams of the calibre of Doncaster. Our chances uh, all were mainly half chances. Uh, we didn't make it a clear-cut chance. Um, look, not to dig in with the hole, uh, Macaulay Bond had three clear-cut chances, I think. Um, uh, obviously, the one that you write at the start of the game, there was the another one uh, which came to him, which he, he uh, didn't, wasn't great effort, and then the one he blasted over. Um, should we be dominating teams like Doncaster? I don't think away from home, no. At home, 100%, I think, yeah, we, we Fortress Freezefield and all that, we should be dominating any team that comes to Freezefield. Um, I think, I, I don't think it was a poor performance, but I don't think it was our best performance, let's just put it that way. Um, and again, look, I, I've got to say credit to Doncaster, because, look, I mean, to, to, to lose to a worldie like that, what can you do? Uh, but, Robert, thank you so much for sending in your question. Uh, Mike Cunningham, uh, so, uh, this again was during the pod. He spoke, I think Matt's right. Once Bond gets one, he may well go on a run and then get a few. Much the same way Tom Eve and Big V did, and go even further back like Cody McDonald and Bob Taylor. Not saying he will, but it's certainly possible. And look, I, I said it on the pod. Um, I, do you know what? It could even be just one that comes off the side of his face and goes in, or off his backside and goes in. I think once he gets one, I think that confidence boost, that sort of, like I used to be a striker back in the day, that kind of rush you get when you do score a goal will come and I just think, you know, things will start falling for him. He he is a talented player and he's a player that I, I think we are very lucky to have at Gillingham Football Club. It's gutted at the moment, things obviously haven't worked out, but look, he's been four or five whatever it is, games behind, he didn't have a pre-season, he's, he's really just getting into it. Um, I, you know, I can put that last miss down to frustration, you know, just wanting to level the ball and get it in the back of the net, but it's so hard to blast it over. 
that's football, but it will come, and I just think there is a striker there, and we just need to get it out. So, but Mike, thank you so much for your question. Uh, Stuart Lewis, not that one. <laughs> Another one. Uh, apologies. Another one. Uh, so, with uh, Bond firing blanks, do you... Uh, do you feel we are missing the presence of a bully-in-the-box style striker? Power and strength with no fear in the mould of Leo, Iffy, Bayo and etc. Well, look, another one. I think technically that is what Macaulay Bon is. He is a bit of a bully-in-the-box. He does like to, to have a go at defenders. I think just at the moment he's not playing that role. He's playing a target man role. And because he's playing that target man role, we're not necessarily seeing the best of him in the box. Although, look, three chances... That he that fell to him. The fact is, he got in those chances. I think that's a, a great sign of things that are about to happen. The annoying thing is, they haven't happened now, but they're about to happen. So, thank you. Go, uh, so, Stuart, thank you for sending in your uh, message. Now, Pip uh, has email, uh, sent in a message. Sorry. Do you think it's time to put Max Clark in and push Scott Malone to midfield? Now, Look, uh, if you're going to be playing a 3-5-2 kind of formation, yeah, you could put Scott Malone uh, out wide. Uh, my only concern I personally would have is if you're going to be playing a 4-2-3-1 kind of formation like we've been playing the last few weeks, who would you drop out? Would you drop, would you drop Coleman out? No. Would you drop Sean Williams out? No, not at the moment. I think, for me... Having Scott Malone as a left back is a cheat code in this division. It really is. Um, and I, I, I'll be honest, I feel really sorry for Max Clark. I really do. He's he's a talented footballer. I've been lucky enough to see him play a couple of games, and he is a really talented footballer. And I just feel so so sorry that for him because that unfortunately, you know, it's like putting a Ferrari up against a Fiat. Uh, you know, it's it's that kind of matchup. Scott Malone is, is a cheat code at this level, and unfortunately for Max Clark, uh, yeah, you, you, up against Scott Malone, there's not much you can do. So, look, I, I'm sorry for him. I I really do like Max. I think he's great to have as, around as that extra person. But yeah, it, it, I I think. You know, if you were to drop Sean Williams, then maybe yeah, you could put Scott Malone into that central pairing with Ethan Coleman. But apart from that, no, unfortunately, Scott, Scott Malone for me, uh, he is that, that left back position is is hundred percent his. But Pip, thank you so much for sending in your message. Uh, German Jills uh, have emailed. So guys, if you don't follow German Jills channel, highly recommend get on there, follow it, love it. It's an amazing channel, and I uh, I love what Reese does over there. So please give them guys a follow. Uh, by how much do you agree that though Bon hasn't scored, it's good that he's getting into right places? First off, all these questions seem to be about Bon, not my choice. <laughs> uh, apart from the last one from Pip, thank you. Uh, but yeah, look, I think that is that's the key thing here. Um, two weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago, when he was sort of when he first started that the game he first started. Yes, he got into the box, but he didn't really sort of get into any really good areas. What we're starting to see him at the moment do is get into those good areas, and that for me is 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 a hundred percent key here. He's getting into the areas. Okay, the finishing product hasn't happened as of yet. We are not far away. I don't think that I, I you know 
if he scores next week in the first five minutes, you know, you could probably bet on him to go on and score a game in that game. That that's how I think I think confidence will work with him. So look, um, uh, Reese, Jeremy Jules, thank you so much for sending in your question. But yeah, look for me, uh, I think yeah, the fact that he's getting in those right places is is, is the key thing there. Uh, the goals will come. Uh, right, uh, any more? I think I did. There was one more that I had. Uh, just bear with me for one second. Uh, Sod's Law, uh, for some reason, it hasn't come onto my laptop. So let me just quickly open up good old X, as we now call it. Uh, so uh, Lee Clifton has email, uh, so, uh, uh, tweeted in. I keep wanting to say email tonight. I don't know why. Uh, with Ollie Hawkins out injured for the foreseeable future, do you think Gillingham will look at the free agent market to sign another striker? And do you think, with hindsight in mind, Gillingham should have signed another striker on transfer deadline day? Lee, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Um, I'm, let me just get rid of that for a second. Uh, hindsight is a wonderful thing, but for me, personally, uh, no, I think Macaulay Bond, you know, We've kind of rolled the dice with him, and I, and I think we're starting to see there is a player there. And I said, hopefully, the goals will come. He's a natural goal scorer, so you know, I, I think at this level it, it will happen. Um, so, not necessarily going out and buying another striker because obviously, you know, at the time we didn't know the extent of Ollie Hawkins' injury. Um, that being said, now obviously, looking into the free market, look. My only argument will always be, if there's free agents out there, why aren't they with a club currently? If they're not with a club, what's the guarantee that they're going to be match fit? Do you take the risk? Look, there's probably some big names still out there, some people that could come in and do a trick for us, free agents. Uh, but, look, you know, they might be five, six weeks behind everyone to getting up to speed. You're not going to throw them in straight away. Um... Obviously, I think they have to gonna take into consideration how long Ollie is going to be out for. Is it going to be four weeks? Is it going to be you know six weeks? I don't, you know, we don't know. Um, let's 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 see what happens. But look, come January, obviously, if we, we're still looking not good, then 100% January, let's go out and get another striker. Uh, but like hindsight, yes, in hindsight, you think, why didn't we go out and get another striker? Uh, but that's that's your joy of hindsight, isn't it? Um, but Lee, thank you so much for sending your question. But yeah, for, for, for me, you know, I, I think we've got a good strike force there, and look, we've got players that aren't far away. George Lapsley, he's a, uh, another striker. He'll be uh, a proven goal scorer, so he'll be coming back. I know he's not a striker, but uh, he'll be coming back. Uh, look, Tom Nichols as well. We've got Ashley Madison. Um, I think even Joe, Joe Bode, I think, you know, they, they, again, there's a player in there. I know he's yet to score for us, but I think, again, I think he's a good option to have. Uh, Lewis Walker slowly coming back. Um, so, yeah, look, maybe January, Lee, but but thank you for so much for sending in your question, uh, and please keep me coming in. Uh, guys, look, thank you so much for watching. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here now. Uh, leave your comments. Get voting down below for your player of the week. So, obviously, uh you you got your players there for me. I, I'm going to just say, Kai gets my vote. Uh, I've seen the goals. Please come uh, go on the Ginny uh, on Twitter page. Have a look down. Uh, you can see them. Kai, Kai gets my vote. Uh, so uh, not that I'm trying to sway you guys. I would never do that. Uh, look, thank you for watching. Apologies, obviously, for not getting this out uh, on Saturday Sunday morning. Sorry. Uh, 
this laptop decided that it didn't want to work, it went pop, and now all of a sudden she seems okay. But yeah, we've mixed up a little, a little bit different, we're filming a little bit differently uh, now, so I hope you like this idea. If you don't, let me know in the comments. Uh, if you do, let me know in the comments. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Uh, I just want to say one last shout out uh, to uh, Kanan Odell as well. So here at the ME7, uh, thank you obviously for supporting the deals and uh, we're thinking of, the, uh, thinking of you and your family right this now. But guys, thank you so much uh, for watching. Uh, as always, up the deals.